Hi, this is Alexander Itkin, and I'm here with Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is a member of the Business Mentor Insiders, which is our mastermind at businessmentor.com. And she's been doing quite well in business recently, so I decided to invite her over. Um, she's right. Now, she's from London, uh, but she's right now visiting her family in Ghana. So welcome, Elizabeth. Alex, thank you. So what has been happening in your business uh, over the past six months? What, what is some good news that you can share? So I guess you started uh, a while back, and then six months ago, what is the best news from the last six months? So the last six months is when my business really kicked off. I was getting in a decent amount of revenue. In fact, triple what I was getting in the work I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the last couple of months, my profit margins have become somewhat stable and quite a decent amount of what I make is purely from business at this point. Mm. So you, when you started, you were already doing business part time. So you were doing uh, like 20 hours. Is that correct? Or how many hours were you doing business when you started? Yeah, about 20 hours per week was dedicated to learning and starting a business right and how did it go back then so in the early stages of your marketing agency how did it go how were things running your business it was i think the best word to describe it is stressful right um it was a little bit unpredictable it's quite a new well to me so although i've always been somebody who worked by myself so i had a kind of freelancing mentality let's say i know the amount of work i put in is how much i get out but at the same time it was always a struggle because you know you're in a big pool with a lot of people competing for the same um price essentially um so that was a really difficult hurdle to get over both in practicality and as a mental hurdle it was something difficult to to get past but um with the kind of with the support that I've been getting within the group, so speaking to yourself and various of, of various other mentors within the group, it the the coaching has been a great guide to overcoming both the mental roadblocks and then the um, little roadblocks that I've been facing whilst trying to grow my business. Right, and what? So I guess last August was one of your best months. So what led you from doing kind of average in business, running kind of an average? Uh, part-time almost hobby uh, to building a business where you were doing what was your top month it was like 6.8k 6.9k yeah 6.9 so in august is when i kind of really made up my mind to take on board so i've been i have been taking on board what you and the other coaches and mentors have been saying but i think still i wasn't dedicating enough of my attention to starting my business so in august i decided i was going to take out two weeks where i was going to treat it like um, a full-time business something that was going to help you know sustain my life something i could properly grow and have a full vision for um so i was able to make 6.9k in sales that month and one thing that really really helped me was also bringing on additional support in my team to make certain aspects of my business, such as lead generation, for example, more consistent, um, because essentially without that, you don't have a business in the first place. Right. And you're, the whole time you're also doing something else, right? You're not just running this business. What, what is that exactly? 
So I am a social skills mentor is the main kind of job that I did, that I still do actually. So I work with young children from really, really young, as young as two who have autism spectrum disorder or related disorders. And my objective is to help them develop the social skills that they need to, you know, engage better in society, engage better with their parents, work in school and so on and so forth. Interesting. So, and how many hours are you allocating currently to that and to your business? Um, now it's split, so that has become a little less consistent, um, but I'm still averaging about 20 to 25 hours on that and then 25 to 30 hours on business. Okay, so how has your business grown since August? So what have you been doing since August and how's it progressed? Um, so taking on board the fact that bringing in more support helped to really kickstart my business, I decided from an early stage because I wanted to continue with the previous work I was doing to outsource the majority of my work. So when I brought in um, a lot of clients, I outsourced every aspect of the delivery. So I brought on board a Facebook. I do Facebook ads and funnels. So I brought on board a couple of developers to deal with the technical aspects of setting up the funnel. And then a Facebook ads, um, a couple of Facebook ads guys also to run the campaigns that we were working on. So you hired multiple people. And how have your profit margins progressed? So initially, because I kind of took on board more people than I really needed, the my traffic margins in August, for example, were only about 20%. Um, since then, I, really, I kind of took stock notice that I, there was some redundancy in the people that I was paying. Um, I'm just focused on those who are properly delivering. And since then, my traffic, mar my profit margin, rather, have grown. So now it's at about, it's stabilizing around 50, 60%, which I'm quite happy. Okay, that's good. That's a that's a good profit margin for an agency. So you're only doing 25 to 30 hours a week. That's uh that's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. So let's talk about something else. So I've noticed that throughout your journey, you've been learning sales. You've really been focused on sales. You've been asking lots of sales questions, actually, even to this day. So what are some things you've learned about sales or what were you struggling with before and how did you solve it in terms of sales? So coming from, so all that I've always worked for myself, you always get stuck in this kind of interview mentality, right? As I said earlier, you feel like you're in a big pool of people who are all fighting for the same thing. So I think the main thing that um, you and the coaches have been teaching is not directly with overcoming, um, you know, the limitations that we set for ourselves in our own minds, but just the way you guide us about it, that is kind of the biggest hurdle that, I've had to overcome and it's something that at this stage I'm not a hundred percent confident that I have totally overcome so it's something that continues to need work but going on to a sales call I think starting out I always felt like okay I'm going to tell this guy what I know and then he's going to see if he likes the way I talk to him and if he likes what I know and then maybe we'll work together maybe we wouldn't work together because that's kind of how interviews work but sales that's, how, that's how you used to do sales right yeah, no, that, that's exactly how I used to do sales. Um, but actively speaking to prospects and getting them on board, it's, I mean, it's a whole different ballgame. You have 
a specific set of skills that they need. And that's why they're on a call with you. Before we get on a call, we speak with each other. So they know they're speaking with somebody who knows what they're talking about. But if you go in, you know, kind of half-hearted, not even sure within yourself, they're not going to be showing you. Um, and they're not going to go with you because if you don't instill confidence in them, they have no reason to pay you for absolutely anything. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things I have learned. And it sounds relatively easy, but I think in practice, we just don't realize. I mean, it may be different for you because you've been in it for a little while longer, but um, you don't realize just how much of a step it is to overcome that hurdle and think just because somebody's older than me or they've been running business longer than me, I can't sell to them. Um, so that's, I'll say it's, the, it's been the biggest game changer in my business. So you basically started treating them as clients and you're like the doctor and you're coming in as the expert, even though they're older or whatever, you're the expert and you're choosing who you work with. And in a way you're interviewing them, not just them interviewing you to see if they like what they hear. Right. So that's yeah, essentially. Yeah. And another thing that I've been thinking that I, another kind of mindset I take and call is at the end of the day, what you're trying to build is a partnership, not so much them hiring you to do the work that they need. If you're going into a partnership, you need to know that the person is going to work for you and you're going to work for them. And together you're going to create something beyond what you could both do individually. And I think that's something else that I've learned in the group that has really helped kind of change the way I approach business. Right. And how often do you travel? So you're right now you're in Ghana, which is in, uh, for guys who don't know, Ghana is in uh, West Africa. Had to visualize the map there for a second. So how, how, how does all this work while traveling? This business works a lot better than um, my other work with regards to traveling. So that's also something I can do remotely, but it's, it's a far more sensitive topic. So I think I, I was telling you, um, much of the work is based around client management um, and also managing those that we work with. So mostly getting on calls, um, reviewing projects, making sure everything is on track. So, I mean, I love traveling and in terms of that, this has allowed me the biggest um, freedom in that. I think I was even telling you, five weeks ago, I, I took a call in the rainforest, in the middle of the rainforest. Reception was absolutely amazing. Um, and I was speaking with um, a business partner about a client's work that we were doing. And I mean, during that call, I think just being in an open kind of environment as well just helps with ideas flowing. It's a project that we've so far run pretty successfully. The client is happy and the client is staying on. So, yeah, I mean, with travel, it's been the best thing that has happened to me to allow me to travel and still work every single day if I want to at any time that I want to. Interesting. I think a lot of people want to realize that you can get internet almost anywhere now. Um, not, not that we necessarily want everyone to constantly travel or anything like that, but if you are traveling through visiting family, then running your business right so and what would you say to people who are in where you were before you started the business what would you like to tell them is there should they do this and who should do this and who shouldn't do this who should do this anybody who can kind of see beyond the pit at in certain times when working for yourself or when starting your own business you know when you're doing something where 
somebody wouldn't hand you a paycheck, you know, if you're off for a couple of weeks and you're ill and you can't go into work, you, you wouldn't get sick pay. Um, if you're the kind of person who can do that and know that no matter how bad it is right now, the work that you're doing is going to pay off and, you know, following good advice, not just trying whatever, you can get past it. You can do it. If you're not the kind of person who can see beyond that, um, it's definitely not for you. Because I know certainly before August, there were several times where I felt like the best thing I could probably do was give up. The only thing that prevented me from giving up was a bit of pride. I don't think I've ever given up on anything in my life. And I didn't want this to be the first time that I gave up on something, especially as this is something that I saw to have so much potential, not only for the sake of learning how to start and grow a business, but, you know, for the long term throughout life. It's not a skill that's only relevant to now. It's something that you can use forever. Oh, yeah. that, that's really good. That's really good. We've also noticed that people who don't give up and just learn and keep learning, they, they tend to succeed. I want to say they always succeed, but I don't want to make claims like that. Yeah. But you can come to your own conclusions here, right, guys? So we have noticed it's a huge, huge factor. Don't give up. And yeah, so it, it's, if, any, if there's any takeaway from this video, it's just that alone. Uh, not that is the main takeaway. I think actually the fact that you're doing this as a 50-50 thing with your uh, other activity, that's, that's even bigger because most people have to run a business full-time to achieve these types of results. And I think that as you're learning business, as you're learning business, you're going to notice that you can actually run any type of business. So if you want to start a school later on for children, or like a private practice of some kind or some kind of organization, you'll be able to do it much easier because you'll know the marketing skills, you know, manager skills, sales, and so on. That's basically what you need to run any type of business. And that's kind of the main thing from agencies that people are getting out of it, apart from, of course, uh, replacing their jobs and, you know, traveling the world and all that kind of stuff. The main thing is also uh, learning the skills where you can build any type of business. And it's a very solid foundation because you have deep insight into people's working businesses, which almost no other business model allows. So that, that's a big thing for me as well. So one of my main motivations for joining the group was I wanted to learn more about, I wanted to kind of get out of the, um, just the self-employed person mindset because it's in itself is limiting. There's only ever one you, we can't go beyond that. Um, so my main motivation for joining BMI was to learn how to grow a business in our age that could go beyond our age because the way businesses have been traditionally set up and run, um, I wouldn't say they're outdated, but it's not something that you can easily do now, especially in a city such as London. You can't just pick up, pick a product, go to somebody's door and say, hey, I'm selling soaps, for example, which is something 20, 30 years ago you could do. But then I've been exposed to nine different businesses now. Um, after three years of working for myself, I've really only been exposed to two or so businesses. So now I've learned, and a lot of the businesses that I work with are within kind of medical sphere, let's say. So I've learned a lot more about businesses in my industry, let's say, that approach things slightly differently. So it's been really, really good for that as well. Why do you think so many people who... Um, like my family are immigrants. I assume 
in some way you are as well. Like, why are so many people who are immigrants in some way are interested in business? Why, why is that? I think that's a very good question. And it's something that a, a colleague of mine asked because he's not the type of person who happily set up his own business. And for me, I don't understand. I think it's a pretty scary thought. And I think being an immigrant could be part of that. When you work for someone, they essentially hold you in their hands. If they screw up their business, you're out of a job. Um, if they decide they don't like you, you're out of a job. Essentially, they have all of the control, absolutely all of the control, um, and you have no power whatsoever. So if you are, um, and I hope I don't go a little too off key here, but being a black person who moved to England with African accent, it was very, very obvious that I was a foreigner, and then who decided to move to London. One of my biggest concerns were nobody's going to want to hire me because I'm a black girl and black people across the world don't seem to be at the top of anybody's um, list. But I was really, 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 really determined for me not to become one of the statistics in Europe or anywhere else. So many friends I have who are immigrants, as well as having a main job, are also keen to have a side business or focus on growing a business that they can kind of diversify the source of income so that they're not putting all of their eggs in one basket, I think. Hmm, interesting, interesting. I think there's also a level of psychology there. So people have not always lived in the best country in the world in terms of stability, tend to realize that stability is a very um, ethereal thing that can disappear very quickly. And yeah, that, that's what I've noticed for myself at least. But anyway, very good, very good insights. Uh, thank you for sharing. And thank you for being in the mastermind. For anyone who's interested in uh, finding out more, do message me, reach out, I'm available. And uh, again, thank you, Lizzie, and see you there. Yeah, thanks a lot, Alex.